some years ago in a TV series called 60 Minutes, there was an interview of a mountain climber who had reached the top of Mount Everest. It had been a difficult climb. Um, There were a lot of people who were lost, who died. There was a lot of other severe adversities on the way. And the questions of the interviewer, you know, remained in this area. He was talking about the dangers of climbing, the hardships of climbing. And finally, he came to this question. The interviewer asked the climber, why do you put up with all the problems to get to the top of the mountain? The climber looked intently at the interviewer and said it to his face. It is obvious to me that you have never been to the top of the mountain. You haven't been there. If you had been to the top and have seen what I see, if you could experience what I experienced, if you can know what I could know, you wouldn't ask that question. Jesus, in our readings today, wants us to climb higher. He wants us to see more and experience things we have never experienced before. Our readings tell us how to live life. In our first reading, we hear the story of Job, the famous story. Job, it is said, was a faithful man. He wanted to do the will of God. He lived a peaceful and a happy life. And everything changed. The devil asked, wanted to tempt Job. He asked God permission. God gives him the permission. Job ends up losing everything. He loses his family. He loses his property. He loses his wealth. He loses his livestock. He reaches a point where he feels that he has lost his connection with God. And he hits a state of desperation, which is what we hear in today's first reading. Job is Um, It is expressed in the first reading. He is a slave who longs for the shade, a hireling who waits for his wages. So I have been assigned months of misery, and troubled nights have been allotted to me. So he expresses this so beautifully as, as a human would, I mean, who has gone through all of this. He's pretty much saying, I'm almost frustrated with life. We, we hear about miracles, right? I, and I have a question about miracles. What is common? Like, what is the common theme? Or what is common in all the miracles that we find, for example, in the scripture? 
It is not fate. Some of you are thinking about fate. It's important. Fate is important. But it is not fate. It is not prayer. Prayer is also important for miracles to happen. But it is not prayer. Something that is common in the Old Testament and New Testament and all the miracles that you look at is problem. Every miracle you look at is, is a result of a problem. Okay? Um, and that is important to understand. Right? Miracles happen when there are problems. Um, so I'm assuming all of us who are here have at least one problem in our life. Would you agree with me? Everybody? Can you see some of the hands going up? Okay. So you have some problem, a little problem. Okay. Um, how many of you are beside your problem right now? That was a trick, right? Uh, it was a trick. It was a trick, right? Do you look at the person next to you as a problem? Maybe, maybe you did. Maybe you raised your hand, right? Uh, maybe now you have a problem. If you, if you enter the church without a problem, now you have a problem, right? Um, but if you don't have a problem, if you don't have a problem, maybe there are some people here, I don't have any problems. Now that is a problem. Okay? So, so we all have a problem. Right? Um, as a follower of Christ, you know, we sometimes believe that everything is going to go well. Like, I mean, I follow Christ, I go to church, I do my prayers, everything should go well. I should live a life without problems. But that is not how it works. What Jesus wants to do, though, is he wants to convert this problem into a blessing. Right? He wants to do a miracle. Right? Which is what he does today in the gospel. Right? There's a problem in the gospel. Simon's mother-in-law is sick. Right? And Jesus does a miracle. He cures her. Which he continues to do. Um, throughout the story, we talk about him doing a lot of work. After this, he becomes popular and people are coming to him. He's driving out demons. He's curing the sick. He's, he's doing all these miracles because people have problems. But what we notice, what we can learn today from the readings is Job and Jesus approach problems very differently. Job today thinks it's the end of the world. It's a calamity. Right? He's downcast. He's depressed. He says life has no meaning. For Jesus, the problem is an opportunity. Right? It's an opportunity to bring the kingdom of God to people. He goes to tell people that, 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 that even if you're suffering, like, you know, um, even if you're, if, if you're sick, that God loves you. Right? Even if you're downcast, God loves you. That's the message that he wants to bring. He says God in his kindness will help you. And he looked at these people, these ill people, to spread the kingdom of God. At every healing, people felt the presence of God. So, so for, for somebody who is an optimist, a hill is a or a mountain is a trek to be climbed. 
But for a pessimist, the hill is an obstacle to the trek itself. I remember, you know, going hiking, you know, um, on, on a hiking trip with some young people, and we had one person with us who who looked at the. I mean, he loved him. He, he said, "Okay, yes, let's go hiking." You know, he likes to be with people. Uh, but when he saw that this, this hike was really like, you know, uh, required effort, it was really high. This this hill that we were climbing, he started to doubt himself. He was like, why are we doing this? Why, why should we all you know, climb this thing? You know, why is this so steep? Can't we pick a smaller you know, uh, hill to climb? Right? We all complain like that. Right? We also probably, I should have said what, what, the, um, you know, what, the, um, what the mountain climber said. If only you had gone to the top and see what I have seen. But, um, so, so the way we look at life will tell the way we will progress in life. Jesus is able to do this because he prays, right? That is what he does. Prayer is important to him. Um, so we all are invited today, like if we want to have this new vision, new way of looking at life, um, looking at our problems, we need to pray. Right? Um, we need to make an effort to spend time with Jesus. We need to make that effort. We need to invite Jesus into our lives, into our problems. We've got to bring our problems to Him. Um, that's when miracles happen. That's when it becomes a blessing. Um, everything is an uphill climb. Uh, somebody said, I guess this is part in, in, a, in a book, uh, maybe something to do with in, in the secular world, it says, everything worthwhile is uphill. Right? Everything worthwhile is uphill. If it's not worthwhile, it's like this. If it's worthwhile, it's up like this. So, so from a spiritual perspective, Jesus, Jesus is uphill. You want to meet Jesus? You want to climb. Okay? So, um, well, that's a reality. Uh, like somebody was asking in a confirmation class today, and, uh, which is a great question. Like, you know, before original sin, was, was pr- prayer easy? Yes, it was easy. It was easy to communicate with God. But since original sin has become difficult, we've got to make an effort, right? It's not going to be easy, correct? Um, so again, Jesus, uphill, right? We've got to climb. So um, um, this is what Jesus did. When he came, he, he invited the apostles who were fishermen, ordinary fishermen. He said, you're going to become fishers of men. I'm going to do that, right? He invited them to it, but it's going to be an uphill climb, it was an uphill climb for the apostles, right? So, so brothers and sisters, there are problems. We all have problems. We have many problems. We have family problems. We have relationship problems. We have financial problems. Uh, we have job problems. We have problems in school. We have a lot of problems, right? But, but today, as we prepare to receive Christ in the Eucharist, let us invite Him. Let us change these problems into opportunities. This is how Jesus looked. He looked at it as an opportunity to grow, to spread the kingdom. Um, so let us, this is the secret. This is the secret of being happy. This is the secret of spreading, spreading the gospel. So let us be open. Let us bring the problems. Let, them, let us convert our problems into opportunities.